On today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk a few things. We're going to talk about uh, one of Alabama's star basketball players coming back, coming back to the Crimson Tide for next year. A little bit unexpected. We're also going to talk a little bit of recruiting. Could Alabama be on the verge of losing one of its top commits, one of its few commits, to uh, one of its arch rivals? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, let's talk first about uh, some basketball stuff. It's not normal we talk about basketball this time of year, but we're going to. Because, you know, I think Javon Quinterly uh, deserves more love than maybe he gets from the Alabama fan base. This is a guy that came to Alabama. Um, you know, he sat out a year unjustly, if you ask me. Yep. And then he, he leads Alabama to an SEC uh, championship, SEC tournament championship. Uh, he gets hurt. Uh, he's really sort of really cost us any chance to move on in the NCAA tournament because he got hurt. Um, but he came at a time when he didn't have to come five-star guy, all the accolades in the world. And, uh, now he has decided very succinctly and quietly almost that, um, Hey, I'm just going to come back and maybe he won't be ready until January of 2023, but, uh, I'm very happy to have JQ back for 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, really, I, I applaud Javon for coming back. I mean, one of my soapbox issues lately has been kids in the draft process who aren't slam dunk first round picks, even when hurt, uh, going pro anyway, despite being injured. And and uh, heck, I'll, I'll pick out him. I'll tell you right now that like Josh Job, I think, has made a horrible mistake going pro and, and i'm not saying you should have returned to alabama alabama's gonna be fine at cornerback without josh in the sense that alabama's got kool-aid they got eli ricks they got Kyrie jackson alabama would be fine without josh i'm just talking about josh himself entering the draft process when he's not a first round pick hurt so now you're going two or three rounds lower than you would have been otherwise yeah uh even even though you weren't a first round pick to begin with and Quinterly, had he gone pro, I mean, I don't even know healthy he would have been drafted. Probably not. But hurt, me and him had the same chance of being drafted. I mean, it was roughly the same. Uh, I mean, you, you, you have, I mean, guys, give yourselves the best chance you have. Don't, uh, it just boggles my mind. But anyway, so I'm applauding Javon for coming back. I, I think he's giving himself the best chance he has by coming back, not to mention graduating, getting additional college degrees that used to matter in the world until about two years ago. Um, and, and now, now apparently no one cares, but, but I care. And I think it's a big deal. And I think 55 year old Javon will think it's a big deal. So um, I, I applaud the decision to come back. Now, the second part of it, how helpful is this to Alabama? Well, the good news is it'll be helpful. It's certainly not going to hurt. Alabama had three empty spots on the roster 
and no commitments are, are imminent. Alabama's got two point guards now set for the roster next year, and Mark Sears, the transfer from Ohio, and Jaden Bradley, a five-star point guard from IMG Academy. Uh, I think, at worst, Javon is excellent depth once January gets here. He's excellent depth. At best, he, he returns to form. He beats out Bradley. He beats out Sears. And, and if he does, then 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 we, we've got a, an even better point guard situation. So it's to me, it's more can't hurt than this is huge. Anybody that's going, this is huge. I mean, Sears and Bradley are going to be the point guard for point guards for two months. The season will be not decided, but you know we'll, we'll have a pretty good idea of how good the team is before Javon's ever healthy. Uh, I'm a big believer in Sears. I love Bradley's long-term upside. Um, I, I don't. I don't know that this is. Ma- what I'm saying is, it's helpful. I don't know that it will be massively impactful. If it is massively impactful, then thank goodness it, it happened. Yeah, a couple of things. First of all, I, I've learned my lesson on this. You can't ever have enough players. I mean, yeah. Yeah, something's going to yeah. happen. And um, so I think that's yep. fine. It also gives him time to work on his clutch free throws. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, and, Jimmy, you brought up something. You said that uh, you have as good a chance of getting drafted as uh, JQ does while he's hurt. And I think that's true. And my sources tell me you were looking like a late first-round pick by the Sacramento Kings. Hey, I'll take it. Uh, it sounds like a uh, a pay upgrade over locked on. Even <laughs> it sounds like it. Sounds like it. I don't know. I'll Google to make sure. And Sacramento's yeah. terrible. Sacramento is really bad. But I don't mind. As a matter of fact, I probably won't even bitch when I don't play much. I'll like the uh, seat. That would be so funny. I would love to do that one time. Just turn on an NBA game. There are all these gigantic humans that are uh sitting there and there's jimmy with his warm-ups off just in case he gets the call from the coach (laughs) that's right uh jimmy let me tell everybody about built bar these things are absolutely delicious nutritious they're scrump delicious i talk about them all the time they're fantastic uh most built bars contain 130 calories for and my dog is loving built bars zeta it's okay you love built bars they know it if built bar made a dog food i'd give it to you but they don't because it's for humans Built Bars, they 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. These things are all covered in chocolate, including the puffs. If you hadn't tried the puffs, that's what you need to try next. Built.com is where you want to go. Use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off that order at Built.com, 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order. Like I'm saying, you will love these things. Just give them a whirl. I'm telling you, they're awesome. Jimmy and I have had them. We love them. I had one for breakfast today. They're fantastic. Now, want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Look, Athletic Greens, these things are fantastic. I really, I, I did. I wanted to change some of the way I'm doing things. I'm really going to go on this what, this 75-day challenge thing. I think I'm going to do that in the next week. I got to get a, I got to back up and get a run and start on it. But I'm going to start with some Athletic Greens because I've, I've tried them. I love them. It's better for gut health. It's better for energy, optimized immune system. I hate taking all these pills and vitamins. I just got too many pills I'm taking right now. I'm almost 50, so I'm taking a bunch of pills. And I don't want to do that. I want a supplement that tastes great and is good for me and helps with my gut, helps my immunity, helps with all that stuff, my energy. I need all that. And Athletic Greens does all that for you, and it tastes great. It's a lifestyle-friendly supplement. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it doesn't matter. It's all for you right there. 
It's it's compatible with all of this. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash college. Athleticgreens.com backslash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, Jimmy, let's talk a little recruiting for a second. <clears throat> Alabama's got, um, uh, what, three commitments? Isn't that right? Three commitments. Jaleel Hurley, Elliot Washington, and Yonze Pierre. Correct. Now, there is a good chance Richard Young could be joining the fold soon, which would be awesome, picking up a five-star. There is also a good chance, apparently now, um, I thought when we talk about somebody flipping, we'd be talking about Elliot Washington Jr. But it sounds like it could be Jaleel Hurley flipping to Auburn sooner rather than later. Yeah, he's on a visit to Auburn this weekend. Apparently, there's uh, photos of him decked out in Auburn gear, super excited about Auburn. Uh, man, I, I, let me tell you, it, it's rare in the Saban era, rare that a kid committed to Alabama has changed their mind and is going to instead choose Auburn. And I am sure when this happens, there is going to be this fallout or some sort of outcry uh, for the for the first time in 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 years. Uh, you know, servers may crash at the Alabama sites over over this. Uh, but l- let me just assure everybody, NIL and, and money that that's has changed everything about recruiting. Everything that you knew about recruiting before flush it down the toilet. It's all over. <laughs> this is a new recruiting world that is going to have massive impact, massive change, and real head-scratching moments. So I'm just telling you, Luke, regardless of what has literally happened, because there's no way for me and you to know that, anytime something weird happens in recruiting now, you can 100% assume it is NIL and money-related, and that's that and you just move on to the next kid. Yeah, and look, again, you hate to do it, and and you and I were just texting back and forth, and I said, look, I'm fine with it because I'm I'm at a point with Alabama recruiting, like if you choose, and again, I'm not trying to disrespect Auburn, I'm really not, but if you choose Auburn over Alabama and you have an offer to each, I mean, God bless you, good luck with that. I mean, uh, you know, one of them has been to practically every single college football playoff. One of them has produced a bunch of Heisman winners in in the last 10 years. And one of them has barely been a blip on the college football radar. So good luck to you. Praise you. Because at the same time, I could say back in, you know, 06, Alabama was barely a blip in its own right. So maybe you want to try and start something new. I'm More power to you. But I'm not going to miss you. You know, I don't like the PR of it, though. The PR of it is going to be – here comes, you know, Brian Harson. We've awoken the sleeping giant of of Boise Brian Harson. That's what the that's what the the uh, the talking points are going to be. And you know what? So be it. Um, Alabama will find somebody else. I wish Jaleel Hurley would stay in the fold. I really do. At the same time, I also understand. I'm with you. Uh, I don't think any more recruiting battles are going to come down to. You know, this place just felt like home or family or right. get my heartstring. No, it feels like I got a new home and my family mm. paid me. And I'm not saying that as an insult to Auburn. Alabama's going to do this too. Don't think that people are going to come to Alabama just because they love the capstone. They're going to come to Alabama 
for a combination of playing for Nick Saban in championships, that, that's going to factor in slightly, but mostly for money when it comes to NIL. So I don't want anybody saying I'm, – I'm not going to say anything negative about Auburn in this instance. In fact, if just trying to be an impartial fan, I'm going to say Auburn's finally wising up and getting some NIL stuff out there because they did, obviously didn't do much of it last year, right? Right, right. I mean, they didn't have a lot of recruiting success a year ago. Uh, this would be by far – Brian Hart, if it happens, and we don't know that it's going to happen. We don't know that. I mean, I, I feel it's, I feel it's trending in that direction significantly, but I, I don't, we don't know it's going to happen. Uh, I would just say, uh, congratulations to Auburn. Congratulations to Harson. Uh, as long as it's been done legally and then there's no reason to think it hasn't been, uh, you know, uh, good for them. They, they, they got one good, good. And Alabama's going to do fine. Look, yeah. is there any doubt that Alabama's not going to sign two fantastic cornerbacks while Nick Saban is the coach? I mean, he coaches the corners. I mean, uh, Alabama recruits as well at that position as any other in terms of the high profile kids they get. Uh, look at what's going to happen on the field this fall. Eli Ricks and Kool-Aid McKinstry may one day be first round picks and they're going to be starting at cornerback for Alabama this fall, and, and Terry on Arnold is, is is next in line, and and I thought he was great this spring. So look, this is not, this doesn't wreck Alabama by any means at all. Uh, if it happens, and then I'm just going to assume correctly that Alabama will do just fine at cornerback with or without Jaleel Hurley. Now uh, it's not sour grapes. I think Hurley is fantastic. I, I was high on him when he when he was in, before he committed anywhere. I was thrilled when he chose Alabama. I'm still thrilled today because as of today, he's still in the class. Yay, Alabama. But if he goes somewhere else, that's fine. It's just, it's just you know, who's next? Yeah, I'm not going to pretend that I don't want him in the class. I do want him in the class. Please, if there's an Auburn fan listening, don't think Luke's sour grapes or Jimmy is. Nope. Because I'm telling you, we want him in this class. At the same time, I think it's very fair to say that Alabama has an attitude right now of, okay, if you don't play with us, you got to play against us. And – um it will hurt. Here's what hurts me more than anything. I think it the the way things are trending, assuming Hurley flips, which I think is mm -hmm. going to happen, mm -hmm. and assuming Alabama doesn't get A.J. Harris, Alabama loses the two top cornerbacks in the state of Alabama, both of them borderline five-star guys. Um, I just hate the way that looks. I just wish it didn't look that way. Yeah, it's kind of odd. It's kind of odd the way it looks. Uh, but here's here's what's funny about A.J. Harris. I was joking about this on On3 recently. You know, for the past year, it's been pretty easy to project that Thompson's Tony Mitchell would end up at Alabama because he goes to Thompson and Alabama recruits that area and that school extremely well. He's a five-star DB. Uh, he's just a guy I think a lot of fans just pencil in to the Alabama class. And meanwhile, across the state, uh, or, or across state now, A.J. Harris, who was in North Alabama last year, he's at Phoenix City this year, uh, across the states, like A.J. Harris, who has an Alabama offer, uh, was considering anyone but Alabama. He was going to go anywhere. He might go to Florida. He might go to Ohio State. He might go to Georgia. He might go to Clemson. But he's not going to Alabama. Well, as of two weeks ago, kind of funny, you know, here comes A-Day, and, 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 and it's Alabama's biggest recruiting event of the spring so far. And who's there? happily and having a good time, A.J. Harris. And then you read about Tony Tony Mitchell. <laughs> he seems pretty enamored with Texas A&M right now. So who knows? I was joking like, hey, hey, you know you know what? 
here, here's what recruiting is all about. For a year, we've been saying Mitchell to Alabama and A.J. Harris to anywhere but Alabama. And then signing day is going to come around and A.J. Harris signs with Alabama and Tony Mitchell somewhere else. And that that's recruiting, you know. It is. And, and that's, again, with that's NIL recruiting for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the world is a, has been a smaller place for quite some time. But now that the world is a smaller place, meaning you can get anywhere very quickly on the plane and um, you can FaceTime mama and them. So you don't have you don't really miss them as bad as you once did. You know, you don't get quite as homesick. You can do all that. And you get paid a boatload of money that's taxable, therefore legal, that you don't have to like hide. I mean, yep. it, it makes recruiting a lot smaller. I mean, it should be this. I'm going to say it again. The, the programs that are going to get with the deal and not try to fight this on a moral stance, which is a stupid stance to fight it on, that are going to say, hey, yeah, the new game is we got to pay as much as we can above board to get these guys here. Um, those are the ones that are going to be successful, not the ones that go, I believe college athletes should play for the love of said university. No, those teams are going to suck butt. Um <laughs> <laughs> like uh that was like the correct a, term like that was a the correct term. <laughs> um okay uh bet online that's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info find all the latest sports developments league reviews and news including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of major league baseball season bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and even more than that head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions at Bet Online, because Bet Online, I swear the game starts, yo. Okay, <clears throat> Jimmy, I'm going to go off the beaten path here just for a second. Um, and th yes, this ties into Alabama, but I saw an article yesterday uh, from somebody at USA Today who said the draft, the NFL draft is awesome. Everybody loves it. We're all going to watch. It makes a boatload of money. It generates a boatload of interest. And it's the most un-American thing going in sports today because we shouldn't have a draft. Everybody should just be able to go where they want to. I wanted to throw up. I don't understand what is wrong. Why? Here's why we can't have nice things as Americans. Because we think this whole freedom of choice, freedom of you know, everybody should be free to do whatever should apply to every aspect of life. And we got to make some sacrifices. See, the draft is a beautiful thing that generates a lot of interest for the National Football League, which employs a boatload of people, which gives um, a lot of times very less fortunate people who just happen to work their tail off and be extremely athletic, gives them an opportunity to make generational wealth. And we're going to bitch about said draft because somebody might have to go play in Detroit when they really want to play in Los Angeles. And when, by the way, every other pro sports league has a draft. <laughs> I just, it just, it makes me sick to my stomach that we can't have nice things without somebody wanting to make us feel guilty about it. I'm not going to feel guilty about the draft. I hate it that Evan Neal may end up in Houston, a program that is uh, frankly on, you know, it's been on the decline for a while. Maybe it's on the rebound. Maybe by the time he's a four- or five-year guy, they'll be good again. But because of the Deshaun Watson stuff, they're, they're in the toilet. Um, I hate it when some of our guys get drafted by, you know, Detroit. or And God bless, I, I want the Lions to win it all, but they're not a good, they're not a good franchise. Um, but you know what? That's the only way to <laughs> – 
if you tell me, if I'm Evan Neal and you say, okay, here's the deal, Evan. Um, I got good news and bad news. Good news is you're, you're fantastic and you're awesome and you've won national championships and you're going to make a boatload of money because you're going to go to the National Football League. Here's the bad news. You're going to be doing it in Cleveland. I go, where do I, where's the nearest flight to Cleveland so I can fly there butt naked right now and sign on the dotted line wherever I need to? I, why, why is it a big deal if, if really the argument is these cities um, aren't good enough for these guys? Why do those cities have franchises? Why, should it only be New York and Los Angeles going back and forth? Look, let's, let's all just have some fun and quit complaining. If, if, if you could go wherever you wanted and all the money was the same, then virtually every player would, would choose to play in great weather, warm weather cities or domes near their homes or best they could. And basically the whole league would be in Southern California, uh, Dallas, the Florida places, uh, you know, no one would be in Buffalo or Green Bay or Detroit at all. No one. And then if you're like, no, 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 we're not paying by the same. Everybody's free to pay wherever they want. Well, then once again, we'd have everybody crowding into about three or four places and several teams in the league would be non-competitive. They'd be 0-16. It just, it, the, the draft is about competitive balance. How can we make it fair for everyone? How can we make our current bad teams better? How can we ding the really good teams so they don't hoard all the talent? And, and, and the draft is the best way to do that. That's why every professional league has a draft. So, you know, and hey, hey there's going to be one person that hates it. That's fine. But the draft is now on about six freaking channels. It's on six free. The draft is now on network TV. It used to not even be on cable TV. Now the draft is on ABC television, in addition to multiple ESPN platforms and the NFL network. Uh, sounds to me like America loves this draft, Mr. Sourpuss at USA Today. I mean, God, you talk about hurting for content. I mean, I, I'm so tired of the what can I bitch about now media. I mean, look, I, and again, I know that's kind of ironic. Hey, they're the people media, that gave but... us NIL and the and free agency in college football. Yeah. That th thanks, complainers. This is what you gave us. Now yeah, Jay it... Wright's quitting. Matt Luke's quitting. Uh, several other coaches are going to quit too because it is, and, and it's not good for the kids. It's not. This was supposed to be for the kids. It's killing the kids, uh, and, and none of them are going to graduate now, which is what y'all used to bitch about constantly. Now, none of them will graduate, and the word graduation college degrees never even comes up, never comes up. Here's another point. I'm glad you brought that up. A couple of things. First of all, let's say a guy's going to make 250 grand from an NIL deal. If he doesn't graduate and he doesn't make it in the NFL and he doesn't get a good job, he's going to find out real quickly 250 grand ain't a lot of money anymore. It's not a lot of money anymore. It's a lot of money for for like if you, if you're somebody gives you two hundred fifty grand, that's fantastic. It's a lot of money today. I mean, yeah. by, by today, it means if someone handed you two hundred fifty thousand today, you'd be like, "Shit, I got a lot of money." Check back with you in a year. Yeah, how much of that two fifty's left? Yeah, and if you've you know, it's like uh, what was that uh, former lieutenant governor 
that said I, I had all this money. I spent it on a beer and women and the rest. I just pissed away. That's, that's what, <laughs> that's what a lot of these kids are going to do. You know, um, the other thing is you brought up a good point then. And, and it, now with all these new rules, the NIL, the, the transfer, all the power to the people, all the power to the people. Mm-hmm. What we're going to see is you're right. The players have the power and the coaches are walking away. The mm-hmm. Coach K's leaving. Now, Coach K was 612 years old. Maybe that's not fair. But Roy Williams wasn't too old. Uh, definitely Jay Wright wasn't too old. And this is just for college basketball. It's going to start happening everywhere because yeah. what they're going to say is, I've made plenty and I'm just going to get out. And so when when guys that are really experienced and really good start getting out, you put new people in who aren't quite as good anymore. And we're going to have an an influx of these not quite so good anymore. So the coaching is going to be less good. I mean, the the product's going to be less good. I mean, do you see it? It's a it's a it, it it's a snowball effect. That's what I'm worried about. Is that the good people in the sport are going to get real pissed by this and be like, I just why do I have to do this? I worry about it with Saban, except for the fact that um, Saban is a cyborg, so his his internal computer is saying must continue coaching. And you know his his human side is is sort of like I, why don't I just go to Lake Burton and and you know watch the duck shit on the pond or whatever that that guy said about him. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm just man, I I'm not trying to bitch. I'm fine. Nil will all adapt, whatever. But at the same time, I I I worry for the future of the sport in the sense that. Um, when it all becomes all about money, it's going to take some. It's going to take some passion out of this game. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, and that's exactly what's happening. And and I think all, all coaches look. It's it's a sport, right? It's a sport. Sports have rules. You know, four downs and then you punt, and and, and you got to make ten yards to make a first down. And, and and there has to be rules. Right now, there's no rules. And and the term and, and right now my soapbox this week has been that term free agency when everybody said well free agency is good for nfl be good for college football college football doesn't have free agency right now it's it's a free-for-all the nfl does not have one year free agency everyone's a free agent every year the nfl doesn't work that way major league baseball doesn't work that way neither does the nba or the nhl or even premier league soccer in europe there's multi-year contracts before you serve a certain period of time for the team that drafts you or you sign with. And then after you serve a certain amount of time, you become a free agent. You've earned the right to be a free agent. Now with 18 year old kids, we've decided we're just going to give free agency to all of them, all of them, one year deals. Can you imagine Luke, if the NFL, if the only rule was you can't sign more than a one year deal, every single player is a free agent every single year the league would implode and frankly no one would watch because how the hell are you going to root for your team when you have a 53-man roster that is completely different one year to the next no one would have a favorite team no one would have a favorite jersey because you'd be like Shit, I'm, I've spent seventy-two hundred dollars in, in number seventeen jerseys because every time it's a different name. Yeah, that's that's and so the NFL was like, you can't operate like that. The NBA is like, you can't operate like that. So we're doing it with eighteen-year-old kids. College football's like, hold my beer. Oh, yeah. 
It's um, so, and, and who did we do this for? The kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really served by playing in three places in five years, never graduating. Uh, by the way, more players aren't being drafted. I mean, the, the, it, there's, it's always been a limited pool. Not every college player goes to the NFL draft. As a matter of fact, an extremely small percentage of them do. Yet, I don't know. It seems to me like all the rules are designed to help these guys that are one day going to. We need to be more fair to the guys that are one day going to be pro football players. I mean, no, the college football rules have a bigger effect on the third team outside linebacker at Kansas State. Okay. He's never going to play in the NFL. He's never going to be in an NFL camp. He needs to use his football skills to get a college scholarship so his family doesn't have to borrow money so their son can go to college. I mean, that's what this is supposed to be about. Instead, we've made it all about pro football. All right, buddy. Tomorrow Sorry. we got a, we got a Sorry special. For ruining, Sorry for ruining the show. Yeah, way to ruin the show, Jimmy. Uh, well, no different than every other show. Um, <laughs> so, Jimmy, uh, tomorrow we got a treat for everybody. We'll have Tim Watts from Bama Online to join us. Can't wait for that. So, uh, until then, everybody, roll tide. Roll tide.